Bismillah, Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala Rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Eidun Mubarak, wa taqabbal Allahu minna wa minkum. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from us all. My brothers and sisters in Islam, today, the 11th of Dhul Hijjah is the first day of Ayyamul Tashriq. And the days of Tashriq, they go on for three days, the 11th, the 12th, and the 13th of Dhul Hijjah. When Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in an authentic hadith, he said, أَعْظَمُ الْأَيَّامِ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ يَوْمُ النَّحْرِ ثُمَّ يَوْمُ الْقَرِّ That the greatest days in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the day of Al-Nahr, which is the day of Eid, and that was yesterday. That's the best day in the world. And the day that's after, the best day and the greatest day after that day is يَوْمُ الْقَرِّ And يَوْمُ الْقَرِّ is another name for the first day of Ayyamul Tashriq, Allahu Akbar. So today, literally, is the second greatest day in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the days of the ye, Allahu Akbar. So we can just just yani, comprehend and, 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 and understand from this and see from this the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and how they're pouring upon us one after the other. Now these days, ayyamul tashriq. What does a tashriq mean? And then we'll speak about their significance. At-Tashriq, basically, it's a word used to describe a specific method in how meat would be preserved. So understand this. The Hujjaj, back in the days when they were in Mina, hundreds and hundreds of livestock is being slaughtered, sheep and camel and so on. And all this meat, how is it going to be preserved? They cannot preserve it like we preserve it today. We put it in fridges and freezers and so on. So the way they would preserve meat is in a process known as tashriq. Tashriq basically means drying the meat. So they would take meat and they would slice it into thin layers and they would expose it to the sun and that meat would dehydrate. It would dry up and as a result, it's now preserved and it can be eaten for many days to come. So that is ayyam tashriq That's what at-tashriq means. This process would be done with the meat. Now, the significance of these three days. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in an authentic hadith, he said, أَيَّامُ التَّشْرِيقُ أَيَّامُ أَكْلٍ وَشُرْبٍ وَذِكْرٍ لِلَّهِ تَعَالَى Allahu Akbar. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that the days of التَّشْرِيق, these three days, are days of akl, the days of eating, and the shurb, the days of drinking. وَذِكْرٍ لِلَّهِ And they are days of dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, you know, subhanAllah, incredible hadith. Every single day of our life is a day of eating and a day of drinking. So what does it mean that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam describes these days specifically saying they are days of eating and drinking? In other words, these are days of in where people should eat and drink a little more than they usually do. So when Rasulullah says these are days of eating, meaning eat a little bit more than you do and drink a little bit more than you do. And it also implies that it is haram to fast these three days of Ayyamul Tashriq. So we eat more and we drink more. And obviously this makes sense because now hundreds and hundreds, if thousands we're speaking about, hundreds and thousands of qurban and sheep are being slaughtered all around the world. So we're supposed to be enjoying this on the Eid and we're supposed to eat and we're supposed to drink. 
Now, more importantly, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he said, and these are days of dhikrillillahi ta'ala. They're days of dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even in joyful occasions and happy occasions like Al-Eid, we're never supposed to forget dhikrullahi subhanahu wa ta'ala, the worship of Allah azza wa jal. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described these days in the Quran, he said, وَذْكُرُوا fi ma'dudat." He said, and Allah commanded, he said, make dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on known specific days. Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu, he said that these known specific days are the three days of a tashriq that we're living in now, 11, 12, and 13 of, of Dhul Hijjah. Now, something more incredible when observing and looking and pondering into this hadith, al-ulama rahimahumullah, they said, that on these three days of At-Tashriq, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's blessings are completed upon us. Allahu Akbar. How is that so? Because the hadith mentioned eating, drinking, and dhikr. And the ulama said that eating and drinking food, this nourishes the body. And dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it nourishes our soul, it nourishes our spirit. And as a result, when your body is nourished with food and drink and your soul is nourished with dhikrullah subhanahu wa ta'ala, therefore Allah azza wa jal's blessings have been completed upon us. Allahu Akbar. Also, al-ulama rahimahumullah, they said something incredible when you observe the order in this hadith. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam began by saying these are days of eating, drinking, and then he mentioned last dhikrullah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ibn Rajab rahimahullah, he highlights something really interesting here. He said that food and drink was mentioned first because these two things are supposed to lead a person to dhikrullah. They're supposed to lead a person to establish dhikrullah and the worship of Allah in his life. Allahu Akbar. So in other words, eating and drinking, what's the purpose of them? The purpose of them is that so they strengthen you and aid you and power you up to dhikrullah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Faithan, my brothers and sisters in Islam, these are the days of dhikrullah azza wa jal. How can dhikrullah azza wa jal be neglected in your life? The entire world revolves around dhikrullah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For everything in Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us to do of the day and the night, there is a dhikr for it. Entering the masjid, there's a dhikr. Coming out, there's a dhikr. When you eat, there's a dhikr. When you finish, there's a dhikr. Before you begin something, you're supposed to say, Bismillah. When you finish a task, you say, Alhamdulillah. When you see something and you're amazed by it, and you're surprised by it, you say, Allah. When you see something and you're shocked, you say, Subhanallah. When you, when you forget Allah, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, you become heedless of Allah, Azza wa And then you become aware of Allah, Azza wa You say, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar. Yani our entire life revolves around dhikrullah azza wa jal. And when you see something and you desire for it and you lust for it, you say, Allahu Akbar. Allah is greater than everything that I desire and I lust for. Allahu Akbar. So my brothers and sisters in Islam, these are days of dhikrullah azza wa jal. Allah azza wa jal, he said, Make dhikr, make mention of Allah Azza wa Jal more than you would say mom, dad, 
when you were a young boy, you know, when you were young and you would call out to your mom, 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 dad, dad, and you just keep repeating these. Allah Azza wa Jal is commanding now. He's telling us in these ayat, these instructions are to the hujjaj first and foremost and to everyone else that make dhikr of Allah Azza wa Jal just like you would call on to your father and your mother when you were younger. Yani in other words, don't stop. Don't stop in dhikrullah. Don't stop from dhikrullah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Especially at takbir, which is supposed to be said after every obligatory prayer of these three days of ayyamu tashriq. And these are days of dua. And the best dua to be making in these days is as Allah told us in the Quran, Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa qina adhab al-nar. Oh Allah, give us, atina, gift us fi dunya hasana in this worldly life goodness. This phrase, atina fi dunya hasana, you're asking Allah Azza wa Jal for every goodness in this worldly life. And there's so many opinions as to what this refers to by the ulama, by the sahaba, by the companions radiallahu anhum. Some said that the hasana of this life is a righteous spouse, a righteous husband, a righteous wife, and many more things. Every good you can think of goes in this part of the ayah. وَرَبَّنَا أَتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَةً وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ حَسَنَةً And Allah grant us, gift us a hasana in the hereafter. And this entails every goodness in the hereafter. From entering the paradise and seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is above the list. وَقِنَا عَذَابَ النَّارِ And save us, protect us from the fire of hell. Make this dua and repeat it in abundance during these days. Go and eat and drink. And don't forget dhikrullah subhanahu wa ta'ala in these days. We ask Allah azza wa jal to allow us to continuously engage in his dhikr. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he keep us steadfast upon his deen until the day we meet him. Wallahu a'lam wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een.